0: Just like many of you, I've had occasion in recent days to consider mortality and time's fleeting course, the preciousness of every day and the fickle finger of fate. I started out planning to make the startling pronouncement that life isn't perfect, that it isn't meant to be, but the more I thought about that assertion, the more I thought that isn't true. Life is absolutely perfectly what it is. I may not always it may not always be what I want it to be or how I want it to be, uh, but it is exactly perfectly what it is. Now bear with me for a moment. When I was growing up in a local conservative Christian church, uh, the members, adults and children alike, learned lessons from a a translation of the Hebrew and Christian scriptures called the King James Bible. In that particular text, specifically the book of Exodus chapter 3 verse 14, as Moses is trying to ask God God's name so that when he goes to tell the Israelites he's supposed to lead them, he can say who sent him. He says to God, who should I tell him is sending me? And, and, and God says, I am that I am. That's the King James Version. I am that I am. It was a number of years later, after having heard that a lot growing up, uh, that it was a number of years later that I found out a more accurate translation of that passage from the original Hebrew into English would be, I will be what I will be. It's it's ongoing. It feels feels more fluid, doesn't it? And I think that's a pretty accurate naming of of life and its attributes as well. Yes, certainly there are things we can and probably do do to optimize outcomes, enhance our longevity um, and the quality of life, and try to stack the odds in our favor. So often we go through all manner of machinations to mediate potential maladies and mishaps. That was fun, I'm sorry. (laughs) And still, there are variables in, in play for which we cannot control. True? Ultimately, being what we are called to be, living in integrity with ourselves, Following where the truth and light within us leads and carries us to the best possible outcomes. And satisfaction with them. Sometimes we can feel less than, inferior to either other people, or to what we think we ought to be. And then sometimes we can feel like others, other, other people are idiots. If they would just do things the way that we think they should, the world would be a better place. We can get feelings of being better than or feeling superior sometimes. The truth of the matter is, if we're comparing ourselves to anyone else, we are horribly inferior to whatever they are being of them. We are far more inferior version of them than they will ever be. (laughs) If, on the other hand, we are being what and who and how Our own inner light compels us to be. We are absolutely the most superlative version of ourselves that anyone will ever be. I am better than you at being me. In this way, we are all the same. At the core, we are all the same. And from that core, we are a blessing to ourselves and to the world. So many times we can lose sight of ourselves and maybe feel that we have lost ourselves altogether everything may begin to look so bleak in our interiority, just like the middle of winter in a snow-smothered land. Such times we need one another to remind us of the promise of spring, that there is more, There is that which is greater than the sum of the parts. Life does not stop on one side of a coin toss as long as we're above the ground. As I mentioned just last week, and I don't know that it does after that, but uh, as I mentioned just last week, the very source of life, is always doing everything it can to push us toward healing and wholeness. Everything that went into making human beings what they are works toward that end the best that it can. The less than tasty matza flatbread of the Jewish Passover feast, made in haste, the haste of fleeing bondage, reminds Jewish people of the dark days of their oppression. That's why it's included in the Passover The crucifixion of Jesus in the part of the story for the Christian churches that lays out the inevitable dark times that come to every life is a reminder that every life has dark times. That season moves is woven through our whole life, not just when we're born and when we pass away or pass over. Without such stories, spring can be a challenging time to call to mind the darkness that we're celebrating moving away from. The empty, bitter cold of dark seasons of the spirit. We don't do darkness particularly well around here. Uh, the, The building itself can make that rather difficult. We endeavor to teach our children in our care some of the key stories from many traditions, so that they don't come away saying Easter commemorates when Jesus hid eggs for the disciples and made, fi- uh, uh, to find, and the miracle of Easter was that he turned all the rabbits into chocolate. <laughs> See, we skirt some of the things that have gravity. Effectively covering the gravity of multiple other traditions, I'm afraid, would require far more than the few hours each week that we have these children. We're not just trying to teach them the fundamentals of one tradition We're trying to give them a sense of the truth that has been collected around the world that we know of. That's a tough thing to do. So we don't do gravity with them very well. And if we have the opportunity to avoid it in our own lives, we do that too, don't we? But sap doesn't flow through a tree the same way all year. Through all seasons. Those seasons of life, too, must be honored in which we may feel the very flow of life has left us and a dark void has taken its place. We slight them at our own peril. It is in the juxtaposition of the lights returning, held against that darkness, that life has meaning. We must find ways to recognize, honor, and trust the process. From ashes, dormancy, and nothingness, little buds and sprouts of green, fragile as they are, rise up. The cycles of life within us, as around us, beckons, beckon. Our passion for life is quietly sustained from somewhere in us that is wedded to the energy and excitement of life.